0: Hey, it's Sam, and you're listening to Catch All, the podcast, a show for creating a life well-lived. We explore topics ranging from relationships and business to mental health and pop culture and everything in between with friends, experts, and people who generally have their shit together. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode number 10. 10 episodes in, that's a lot. I didn't even think I would actually get this far. And I'm happy that I did because this is a very special episode. I am joined by everyone's favorite guest, the one, the only, Brandon Hale. And today we are talking about Something very on topic, because this month we are celebrating our one-year wedding anniversary. So, we're talking all things wedding planning, how the day shook out, what would we do differently, what we were surprised by, all the good stuff, and I think it's going to be a great one. So, welcome back. Here I am. You've arrived. It's me. It's been a while since you and I have chatted and and sat down and done this.
1: Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks.
0: Because I have had Tamara on the mm-hmm. show, I have had Katie on the show, and in between all of those, I've also done a You've solo had on
1: the show. I've had myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have been here by myself. So, it's been a while, mm-hmm. probably almost a month or more. I can't remember. And it's, it's been an interesting month, I would say, because you have been home, you've been off work for, what would you, is it over a month? Almost six weeks?
1: I want to say it's somewhere on my dad's birthday.
0: It was uh-huh. March 24th.
1: Okay. Well, you know better than I do.
0: <laughs> so why don't you tell the listening audience at home what you've been up to and what you've been doing?
1: Just chores <laughs> <laughs> just i don't know fine-tuning the house doing everything that i've neglected to, to do painting and siliconing everything that needed to be touched up cut the lawn for the first time and this year
0: yeah well it looks great it Sorry. was quite long I was surprised. You don't really realize until you cut it down to like the normal yeah. length of like yeah. how bad it actually was.
1: And I leave it pretty long. Yeah. Like three inches long.
0: Is that long by long standards?
1: I think it depends on what your standards are. <laughs> what you would that's like that's like the first cut on a on a golf course. Is it? I would assume so. <laughs> That's you just a made fair that way.
0: you just made that up.
1: I've had never worked on a golf course before, but I've played the ball out of the rough multiple times.
0: <laughs> so you be have pretty
1: familiar with the length of grass.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, so you did you did the grass. You also dug out the fire pit, which is nice. Yeah, just waiting. Just waiting for what? Uh,
1: I don't know. <laughs> you just gave me a hand signal, so I was thinking you were. <laughs> this was like one of those pause moments.
0: No, we didn't ever determine our signal uh, for that.
1: <laughs> just flip me the bird when I have to. Well,
0: because you move around too much and you bounce your fingers and you and you smack your hands on the table, and you can hear everything that happens. And I'm just telling you to freaking settle down. Okay, now why don't we also talk about your new found hobby? You don't know what I'm talking about. I have no idea. So you're trying to tell me that what you have been doing just about all day, every day, for <laughs> the last like almost two weeks. Week. It's been a week on Friday. You're right. On Friday. Okay, well, it's felt like a long time because it's all you've done. Please tell the Not audience. Oh, it's a video game. This is what you're you've been doing. You
1: I'm playing a video game while in isolation. About isolation.
0: So it's cast away the video game, essentially.
1: Precisely, there is a Wally. What? It's not Wilson. They named it Wally, the oh.
0: volleyball. Oh my god, that's <laughs> ridiculous! I found it. <laughs> wow, that's great. <laughs> I can't. I stop it. I don't understand the obsession with this game. And I think I'm going to just try to sum it up because I honestly, I don't think I could hear you go on and on about it any further. So here's the premise. So why did
1: you even ask this question? <laughs> <laughs> because I just need
0: to get it off my chest before I literally lose my shit. The premise is that you're stranded on an island. There's multiple other islands. There's all sorts of things to make and to build and to collect, to to. Basically survive as long as you can and get off the island. Get out of the strandedness. Yes. So you're – what you've explained to me is that the reason that you are, like, can't put it down is because it's so slow to actually, like, accomplish anything.
1: Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. You're paddling everywhere, so getting to another island takes – In the video game, hours in actual life, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes.
0: Okay. Let's segue out of this because I... (laughs) Again, I I
1: don't know why you...
0: Because (laughs) there's a reason. Because what I'm about to ask you is how are you going to survive now that you are officially going back to work next week?
1: I'm sure I'll be all right.
0: You are not going to miss Wally.
1: I'm sure there's a lot of things that I'm going to miss about being home all day and not having to work. Like, I'm sure there'll be a point where I'll be like, fuck, I just wish I was still in isolation. (laughs) Right now, everybody's wishing to be out of it. But as soon as everybody gets back to work, that'll be the first thing they wish for. Damn, I wish I could just be back at home.
0: Yeah. And you know why I think especially that's going to be the case for you um, is because I think that when you go back, it is going to be like very busy.
1: Yeah.
0: I think you guys are going to be totally swamped. Mm -hmm. For those of you that don't know, Brandon is an HVAC mechanic. So he does heating ventilation and air conditioning and refrigeration for commercial businesses. And that requires a level of consistent service and upkeep that you haven't been doing for the last almost two months. Well, everything's coming back now. Right. It's
1: coming back because it's quarterly.
0: So. So it's going to be a bit of a shit show maybe getting back. No? He shakes his head. Okay.
1: I just, well, not in terms of uh, like maintenance or anything like that, but if nobody's been at their buildings, they don't know if something's gone down or something's gone wrong. So.
0: So that might be, fun. be some, yeah. Hmm.
1: It is going to be busy.
0: Well, that's good. Make the days go by quickly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Quicker than Stranded Deep.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. My day seems to be going by too fast right now.
0: Okay, so tell I need us. more time. Oh, my God. Tell <laughs> us. Is, what is that from? Is that a joke? I don't know. Oh, I you just, just thought it was really funny? <laughs> I thought that was like one of those, um, the football reference that you made a while back that I totally didn't get. And I thought it was another one of those. So it's, it wasn't, it was just, you tried to make a joke. It didn't land. (laughs) That's fine. Okay. Let's continue. Yeah. Bring it back. Um, Tell us what your least favorite part about being home was aside from the obvious of like, just not having a routine, uh, obviously not making the same money that you are used to making.
1: Uh, I haven't slept. Mm. I, last night I was up until like twelve thirty. I don't know if that's because I'm getting up two hours later than I typically would going to work. Yeah, but at the same time, it's been a month, right? Or more, six weeks. Mm-hmm. I should have found a schedule by now. I still go to bed at the same time at like nine thirty. I'm still going to bed. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. To, there's, there's no. What's the word I'm looking for? What's like debrief moment of my day, in terms of
0: like you know, how I would go to work,
1: right? And then my drive home would be the debrief, right? Get home, do workout, eat dinner, right? Do whatever. Mm-hmm. So,
0: so maybe it is just the lack of routine has caused your self to become out of whack and so you're not sleeping i also think it could just be stress in general
1: probably is which sucks but i try not to i try to convince myself not to be stressed out about anything like that because it's out of my control mm. it's only so much convincing i can do to my subconscious wow okay
0: there you have it Okay, so what's been your favorite part of, of being home for the last almost six weeks?
1: Just the amount of time that I have. All the things, like I said, that I've neglected to do, I, I can do it, and it doesn't feel like I'm losing my day because of it. Whereas before, I would be like, oh, okay, I'll do that on Sunday because I typically don't do anything on Sunday. Mm. Instead of doing it throughout the week and then not being able to – Like have any downtime after work. Like you don't want to come home after work and do more work at home.
0: Right. So. But I feel like that's sort of the nature of the beast. Like when you purchase a house Mm -hmm. and you live on a couple of acres, like there's upkeep that's required.
1: Yep. I'm just glad to get, I've got pretty well all of it done.
0: Okay. Happy? Have you checked the list lately?
1: Uh, list bullshit list is what we call it. That's rude. Okay, no, let's
0: get into the meat and potatoes, or the potatoes and peas of this. Yes. <laughs> 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 it never gets old.
1: Not everybody knows the inside I know. jokes.
0: So. Maybe if people hung out with us, they would know the inside jokes. And maybe that is a good segue into stay posted for the details on Halo Palooza. It's going to be a big wild ride. Big, big party once we get the go-ahead from the government.
1: Well, hey, I mean, I'm going back to work, so maybe this world's turning right side up again.
0: Hmm. Perhaps.
1: We'll see. I mean, I'd be okay if it wasn't so congested for a little while Mm -hmm. going back to work. Right. We'll see.
0: Well, I think a lot of people might still be working from home for the interim because they can. Mm -hmm. So that could make a difference for you on your commute. All right, let's get into it. We're talking all things wedding. As you may or may not be aware, and I'm talking to you. Our wedding anniversary is coming up. I am aware. Okay. Just checking. Just checking. What day? 25th. That was good. And that was not rehearsed. (laughs) Uh, So let's talk about, I have talked about this a little bit on, um, I guess on some of my platforms, my Instagram specifically, but not on here on the podcast. So let's talk about, the process of the proposal. And why don't you tell us a little bit about how that all happened and. Or it didn't happen. <laughs> or more specifically, like how, what sort of led up to it? Because I was uh, out of town. I had just left mm-hmm. the, that week I was coming back home for, for my going away party.
1: Self-planned going away party.
0: Which I had to come back for because I had to go out to Kingston for.
1: You were in Belleville at that time.
0: Right. It doesn't matter. Out there. Um, I had to go out a week early than I had I had planned. Or actually, I think it was more than that. Originally, I thought it was supposed to be September, like after Labor Day. And it ended up being like the second last week of August. Mm-hmm. So I had like three days notice to uproot my life and move out there. Yep. So, in the meantime, while I was out there, you had some stuff cooking. So, why don't you tell us.
1: Wasn't that fun? (laughs) It's like playing Where's Waldo with your mother. Okay. Go to your house, your dad and your sister. Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Let's rewind. Like, you just decided to propose at this time. Like, we had been dating for, at that time, it would have been eight and a half years Roughly.
1: Yeah.
0: So why then?
1: I don't know. It just seemed like the time. Okay. I don't, I, I can't explain it. <laughs> These things just happen. The force told me.
0: Oh my God.
1: <laughs> I honestly I have nothing else for you there. I was just like, yeah, this is it. I. I part of me wants to say, Maybe it's what helped us work out the long distance because that that was like the light at the end of the tunnel, Mm. getting married at the end of it all.
0: Right. Okay. All right. That's it, eh? I thought there would be more to it than that. Like, I don't know how like one day, like one week, it's not a thought that crosses your mind. And then the next week, because it happened in a very short period, Period of time is what I'm saying, right? Because as you're about to tell everybody, yeah, yeah. okay, go ahead.
1: Well, I mean, of course, you have to. The story, no, what's what's the word that I'm looking for? (laughs) You know, uh, oh my god, what is it called? Like when, like,
0: I, I, you got to throw me a bone here. I don't know what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) The gestures aren't helping. What are you? What, okay. What's the story? Well, like
1: everybody has to ask their in laws, right?
0: The tradition. The, story, the
1: tradition is yes. Okay. Okay, okay. So tradition is everybody, all the 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 men have to ask their in laws for the go ahead. Okay. So I went to your parents' house.
0: Was this before or after you bought the ring?
1: This was all within looking for a ring.
0: This, that's what I'm saying. It was like one week. It was not a thought that crossed your mind. And then within the span of like three days, you had asked my parents, you purchased a ring, you planned this thing. Like that's what is so weird to me is that all of a sudden it was just like, oh, now it's time. And that's what I'm, I'm wanting you to speak on. It just all of a sudden occurred to you.
1: Well, you you were gone. You were coming back for that weekend, but I didn't know if you'd be coming back every weekend or what it was.
0: Mm.
1: You know, you were also, you were out of town, away.
0: Right.
1: Something to remind you of, me, would be a ring on your finger.
0: Oh, okay. Now we're getting into the juicy parts. (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
1: Is that all right with you? Is that enough for you?
0: <laughs> I'm nothing if not relentless. Okay, fine. So you, ha- the tradition is you have to ask the in-laws. Yes. All right.
1: So go to your parents' house. In real time, this is the first time, but like the fourth time I'm telling you this now. So any other questions you have, say it now. No, no. Ask it. I okay. think I'm fine. <laughs> your dad's there. And your sister's there.
0: What day was this on the week?
1: Monday, Tuesday, something like that. okay. All right. And so I asked them. They both said yes. They seemed very happy. And um, then I said, where's Mutt? Oh, she's working. Hmm. Okay.
0: Hold on. What did you feel when you were going to ask my parents if you could marry me? Oh, I
1: can't even explain it. Oh, like, <laughs> really? Yeah. My palms were sweaty. Really? My knees were weak. My arms were heavy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Can you be serious?
1: No, like, there is that little bit of, like, that butterfly anxiety a little bit.
0: Which I find interesting because, like, you have a good relationship with my parents. Like, you had lived with us for a couple of years prior to us moving into our own place. Yeah. You were very close with my parents. Yeah, but it's
1: not like I'm going to ask them to borrow the car or, hey, I need some eggs. You know what I mean? That's like, that was like a big deal. Oh. Right? All right. I don't know. It's one of those things like, I, even popping the question to you is like, I knew it was a sure thing, but it still gave Did me, you? Come on now. You, a life without me, you couldn't handle that.
0: Mm, okay. <laughs> so, Muzz wasn't there.
1: Muzz wasn't there. She was working. Okay, I'll be back tomorrow. I come back tomorrow. Knock on the door. Your dad answers. Is Muzz there? No, she's working. Gosh darn it. Well, I have baseball tomorrow. Is that tomorrow. what you
0: said? Gosh darn it? No, As I don't if. What I
1: said. Baseball tomorrow. See if you can get her to come to the game. Okay. So this whole time. I think I was messaging with Katie. She'd be like, hey, do you know if she's coming? Blah, blah, blah. Ball game comes around. Your parents show up. Okay. Thank God. Did so, you have the
0: ring at this point? No.
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: That was on a Thursday.
1: I would assume so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would definitely would have had it at that point. Okay. Then we're leaving the ball game. It was kind of a cold night, so I understand why your mother pretty well ran back to her car. <laughs> and... I'm behind her and I've got my 70 bags that I carry with me to baseball because it's necessary. And uh wait. What? She says. <laughs> it's way past her bedtime. It's freezing cold. I like I have to ask you a question. What do you want? I said, I want to ask your daughter to marry me but i need to know if it's okay with you first and she had the biggest smile on her face gave me a hug and she said of course i said okay you can go now <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a bit anticlimactic silly it is that was it okay so th- so you asked the parents yes you had the ring yes which that was the thing according to what you told me
1: well what you wanted what you told me you wanted I didn't, that halo, not a, I didn't like the look of it. It looked cheesy. It looked like it was a ring that was trying to be a bigger ring. (laughs) So I was just like, you know what? You and I, we're not the type of people to pretend we're something else when we're not. Can I get you this ring? (laughs) So I said, to hell with it. (laughs) (laughs) What is so funny?
0: Because (laughs) it's just funny.
1: And then I found the one that you're wearing. And I was like, yeah, this is it. Why? I don't know. I thought it was a better looking ring. I thought it was the best looking ring for price point that I had, the, yeah. the budget that I had,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I thought you would like it.
0: Yeah. because And what's interesting about that is I only just realized this a few weeks ago. I don't know if you remember, I told you this, that my engagement ring almost like totally looks like my grandmother's engagement ring in terms of just like the shape of it. Oh yeah. And the fact I literally had this conversation with her, of course she didn't give you, a shit.
1: So.
0: Um, and it has so, you know, with my my ring I have the diamond in the center and the two diamonds on the side with the sort of like circular things, right? And she, it's almost the exact same shape. It's got that similar sort of detailing. It's just very bizarre how it's like very very similar
1: force was with me that day
0: okay enough with the force it's driving it's me your crazy fault. i know i love star wars so i'm not even gonna get started on that but it's just <laughs> like this is not the time okay so we've got the ring we asked the parents well, then what
1: then i had to formulate a plot and put it all together in order to make this work i had to find a way clip the ring onto easton's collar and when you got home i knew easton was going to run down and say hello to you as he does to everybody still to this day and then i would have macaroni and cheese ready i would have a charcuterie board ready and then a wrench got thrown in the plan
0: that was very dramatic
1: Cause it was. Could you imagine that I felt? I'm at work. You give me a call. Hey, I'll be home at one. Yeah. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So on my end of things, I have been out of town for a week. I was living in a hotel. I was working on ramping up this new project that I was on and we had been told on Thursday night that we may be able to leave early on Friday to go back home for the weekend. And I was waiting on information on that. I didn't, I knew I was coming home early. I just didn't know how early. So it was probably around nine o'clock that I had wrapped up a couple of things at the hotel. And I, I think I called you and I was like, just so you know, getting ready to leave uh, Belleville, I'll be home in like three, three and a half, four hours. And I didn't, I honestly didn't have a clue what was going to happen. I had no idea because I thought if anything, I always thought that it would be like at a big party where people just were. And it was like, we'd roll into having like a gathering that also just turned into an engagement party because we got engaged. So I sort of had this idea that the party on Saturday, which was my, which was my going away party, maybe it would happen then. But that is like the most that I thought it was in the realm of possibility. So for me, I was just like, oh, I'm coming home. I get to come home a little bit early because if I would have left at the end of the day at like 3, 34 o'clock, I wouldn't have been home until like almost 7 or 8, right? That would have been, been nice. <laughs> but that's not how it happened.
1: <laughs> I don't even think my boss knows I left at – noon
0: he does now
1: he <laughs> doesn't listen to this he doesn't have time for us
0: okay so Peasants. I came home mm-hmm. all right so I'm home already. you're home yeah I'm not home no
1: the ring is not on Easton's collar <laughs> there's no macaroni and cheeses and there's no, there is a charcuterie board but it's still all not cut up and
0: so there's not a charcuterie <laughs> board there's blocks of cheese and a roll of kibasa.
1: There was crackers as well. So then I was like, okay, well, I have to come home with something. I got some flowers, came home. You're like, just got back from stranded on an island yourself. Your hair's a mess. <laughs> you're, I think you were in your pajamas on the couch. I was
0: exhausted. I don't even know. I was having a nap.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so I gave you your flowers and you laid there like snow white, just still with the flowers on your chest. <laughs> okay. And then I went to wash my hands. I don't know why my hands weren't dirty, but I did. I think
0: you were just maybe nervous.
1: But yeah, of course. <laughs> Didn't know exactly how I was going to say it. So I sat next to you on the couch and said, I have to talk to you I don't remember what you said you said something I don't even remember what I said what did I say you remember
0: I do know what you said and it was it was I think based off of a, a story that we experienced or that you experienced from one of our buddies brothers mm-hmm. Yes. Where he had gone out of town mm-hmm. and, and received a notification from a neighbor or something that there was a moving truck in his driveway and his girlfriend waited for him to leave town and then just left and took all the shit. So you started off <laughs> by assuring me <laughs> that I wouldn't come back from Kingston to an empty house. And that you would always be there.
1: That's right. I said that. And you said, fuck off. And I was like, huh? Fuck off? Like, what? What do you mean, fuck off? And then you said, are you fucking kidding me? And then I Because
0: like, I looked like a freaking gremlin.
1: <laughs> well, it's not like we were in public. We were in our own living room. I, so just... I said, well, since you know what I'm going to say might as well say it. So I just got down on one knee and asked you to marry me in my work clothes. I looked no better than you did.
0: You look great in a new uniform. Thank so you. That's not – I didn't look great. But that's fine. It worked out. So here's then what happened. <clears throat> that was like 1.30 in the afternoon on a Friday night, Friday so afternoon. Probably, yeah. And we were like, okay, well, everyone's coming over for this party tomorrow so let's just tell them as they come in to the party Mm -hmm.
1: no then what happened was oh okay actually i have to do a little bit of work (laughs) (laughs) so you logged on to the computer you did your work and i sat there and watched tv
0: right and we were sort of figuring out how do we tell people do we wait until tomorrow
1: were we figuring that out at
0: that point? Yeah, because oh,
1: well, yeah. I didn't call yeah. anybody, yeah.
0: which leads me to my next point. The first person who knew that we were engaged officially, obviously I talked to my parents prior to that, but the first person that knew was my friend from state that I was working with at the time, Pete, because he called me like an hour after it all went down because he had some questions about the project. And I answered, and he asked me, he's like, "Oh, I, I need to know this and this, whatever." And I said, "I just got engaged." <laughs> and that was that was it. And the second person I told was my old roommate work bestie, Bobby, because he wasn't
1: even your roommate at the time.
0: he wasn't. We were discussing that. Mm. And he called me because we were trying to discuss all of this happening because he had just received word that he was going to be going out to the project. And I said, "Uh, well, here's something interesting. I am getting married. (laughs) So those are the first two people that I officially told because we were waiting for the party to tell everybody. But then... I was kind of freaking out because I thought if my parents and your parents don't get there like first, how are we going to keep it from everybody else? Or how are, you know, I want to tell my parents before the rest of the party or at the same time at the very least. And so it became just a lot to handle. So we ended up calling our Mm -hmm. parents.
1: Parents. I think I called my grandparents too.
0: I called my grandmother, but i th- I don't think I got a hold of her until the next morning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you called your sister. Sorry, mm-hmm. let's rewind.
1: Yeah. What actually
0: happened was
1: <laughs> that same day.
0: That same day, prior to all of this happening, George. George she moved in. Well, he was <laughs> planning to move in that day. Yeah. So he's like, okay, just want you know, texting you or whatever, just like just wanting to make sure that we're we're <laughs> that still so on. Funny. And <laughs> we were
1: like, me and I'm like, she said no. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Should I still move in? Like, yes. <laughs>
0: Um, so he literally was like, do I come? Do I not come? And we were like, well, like, what else are we going to do? It's not like we had some grand plans, like, because you get engaged. It's not like, Mm -hmm. it's not like you have the wedding right then and there. Right. So we're like, yeah, whatever, move in. So he brought all of his shit and we started unpacking him. My sister came over. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she must've been working or something. And she came over after work. And then we were all just hanging out and we were talking about like, oh, we need to put this song on the playlist and that song on the playlist. And then you ended up getting a hold of your sister. And she was working. And she called you. Did she call yeah. you back after work I or something? I was texting her and I just told her to call me after work. Right. And then she did.
1: Yeah. Okay. I have Sam and I have some news. You're pregnant. Well, I'm not pregnant. Oh my God, Sam's pregnant. <laughs> Brandon, please, I'm crying and I'm driving. Please tell me now. No, we're only getting married. (laughs) Only. (laughs) Oh, She's probably disappointed. She'd probably rather a kid than...
0: (laughs) Than another wedding. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's how it all happened. That's it in a nutshell. And then... That was the day. Yeah. And then the next weekend or the next day, sorry, people started to come for the party. And as they were coming in, I was greeting them at the door and being like, by the way, save the date. We didn't have a date. So that's that. So then that set us up for the planning process. That was all you. Valid. You're not wrong. Do you remember what we booked first? I want to say it was the photographers. Oh my God. Yes, you're right. I just remember that was so like,
1: well, obviously, cause you want like engagement photos. Mm-hmm. Right. So,
0: so it was like one of the engagement first things. Yeah. yeah. And also because I had looked and I found Aaron Blackwood and her husband, Ian, and that I could, there's nobody else that could have done that. Like they were our people.
1: Yeah, they were good.
0: Yeah, so the photographer was the first thing that we booked. The second thing that we booked, do you remember?
1: I want to say the venue.
0: Oh my God, you're two for two. (laughs) You were paying attention all those months.
1: Somewhere down in the back of my noggin.
0: So we actually only saw how many other ones? One? Venue? Yeah. Do you recall? Saw that
1: one out in King.
0: Yeah. That's the only one I think we saw because we had another one scheduled and all of a sudden I get an email from the girl saying that she had double booked and she's like, Oh, can, you know, can you come at this super inopportune time? Well, of course I'm working out of town, which was, I have to say a very stressful aspect of this because, and that's why I did everything so quickly because I didn't know how many weeks it would be until I was back in town or You know, I didn't want things to book up because I couldn't get back to see something or meet somebody or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that ended up being quite stressful. If I can be frank, I hated that.
1: It made for a very busy year.
0: Right. So what would you say of all of the things that we paid for for the wedding, like everything we invested money in for this wedding? What was the best investment?
1: Well, the only thing that would be an investment would be the photographers and the videographers.
0: Right. Yeah, because you have something to show for it after. Yeah. True.
1: Like that's, in my opinion, that's the only thing I see as being an investment just because that way you get to. Like, I don't know. If you ask me, I really don't remember much of the day. Everything was like nothing happened up until – whatever it was, noon.
0: Mm.
1: And then all of a sudden, it was just like like a domino effect. Yeah. And the boom. next thing you know, it's the end of the night. I know. I'm
0: sleeping. You were passed out. Yeah. So I agree with you. And it's interesting because I'll be completely candid here. Weddings cost a shit ton of money. Yep. They are incredibly expensive, especially if you – like have all those bells and whistles in terms of, you know, I mean, we did all of the decorations ourselves. We DIY'd it.
1: You and the girls.
0: Yes. And, uh, I did all the planning myself. I did not have a planner. So I coordinated and quarterbacked every vendor, uh, all the stuff, uh, which was fine. And then that went off without a hitch. Um, but yeah, it ends up being, very expensive and so I hummed and hawed a lot about the videography because that is a huge chunk of change. Like aside from our venue, which obviously is astronomical in terms of cost because like
1: what a fifth of the cost of the wedding?
0: Yeah, I would say easily. Easily. The next most expensive thing outside of the venue, which included food and booze and a tent. Yeah. Were the photography and videography and I hummed and hawed about videography. I didn't book that until um, much later than all the other vendors because I was having such a hard time justifying the cost. And it's funny because now I will tell people that even if you can't afford like a professional videography, like cinematography company, like we had with Corinne McDonald films, like you need to have something because you're right. I cannot remember the little bitty details of that day. Speeches, vows, all that stuff. And that's what I'm saying to everybody now that's getting married is is like, don't think that just because you can't have like a full on wedding film, like how we had, because again, that's like so expensive. Just because you can't have that, it's not in your budget. Don't discount like videography totally. Like you could find – um, a a film student at a, a local college, maybe that would be willing to do that. Or even if you just set up a camcorder to at least record the ceremony and the speeches. But I guess that maybe depends too. Like if you're a sentimental type of person and you like to look back on that kind of stuff, then yeah. And if you're not, and you don't care about it at all, you know, you'd rather just have pictures or whatever, then maybe it isn't important. But I would say that the the pictures and the the video, I mean, I watch the video at least once a month. It's fabulous, and I watch I've the speeches. In,
1: uh, listening to you
0: <laughs> watching it. So, yeah, I would agree with you that was that was a biggie. What would you change about like the day of the the planning process? Was there anything that didn't work for you? Give us the tea. I
1: don't Ooh. think so. I think everything went pretty well as planned. Mm. But that's you. True.
0: Yeah, true. Thank you. Um, I- the
1: food. Like, <laughs> the food came out. But like, at the same time, what are you going to do?
0: Yeah, because for those of you who don't know, we had totally kiboshed the idea of doing a formal sit-down dinner. It's not something that agrees with us. We thought it was not, you know, our style. We wanted to do a sort of like a cocktail hour with past appetizers and food stations, and it didn't really work out that way because there ended up being essentially one food station, which sort of turned into a buffet. Yeah, that sucked. Which I. Looking back at it, I was not impressed. In the moment, it's like, what are you going to do? But we were supposed to have, like, three different stations in different areas of the venue in different, like, corners of the room or whatever. And that didn't happen. So, essentially, there was this massive buffet line, which pissed me off to no end because it was supposed to be, like, a big dance party. Meanwhile, people are in line for friggin' Putin.
1: Well, I know I went up there and there was like no taco shells or there was no, and there was just stuff that wasn't out again. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like if there was two sections where people could have gone or multiple sections where they could have gone which to get is something what, yeah. different, which is I think what we were planning on doing, things would have been more readily accessible. Yeah. But whatever. What are you going to do?
0: True. And I also severely underestimated how much over time people would go on their speeches. Because <laughs> I had that like down to a T, like you get three minutes and that's all you get. And that didn't happen. And so that ended up pushing <clears throat> things back. I think we were almost an hour behind. with were the we speeches. really? I yeah. Don't know.
1: Again, the whole night went by so fast.
0: True. Yes, that's true. Is there anything that you wish we would have had for the wedding? Like, for example, my father might interject here and say that he still doesn't understand why we didn't have, why we didn't splurge for the martini bar. (laughs) (laughs) So is there anything that we, you wanted that we didn't have?
1: I don't think so. No. No, because I mean, if I wanted it, I would have had it. You know, that would have made it
0: <laughs> yeah, available. I know. that we, we kind of developed that sort of mentality because the longer that I was in Kingston getting paid extra to be there, the more I was like, whatever, we can just get it. because <laughs> like, If I'm out here working my ass off and living away from my oh, family that anyway. Was the,
1: the good thing of you being out there is it paid for the wedding.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it came to the point where I was like, whatever, I'm making X number of extra dollars on top of my salary. So... Who gives a shit? Just get whatever we want.
1: And- imagine you didn't do that now. We would have uh, the addition on the house.
0: That is that is not even <laughs> true. We wouldn't have the addition on the house because it's freaking quarantine. It was funny because somebody asked me about, like, how we how we determined our wed- wedding budget. And I remember I, I asked you about that. And you were like, yeah, the budget was you had no budget.
1: <laughs> no, well, it's because you... You and I, you more than I, we know what our means are in Mm -hmm. terms of like, sure, we could have afforded having people do the decorations, Mm -hmm. but you guys did the decorations to save some money. Right. Anywhere that we could have saved money, we did. Right.
0: True. 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 Um. Okay. So, what would you say is something that you were surprised by during the planning process, and then during the day of?
1: Well, um, the first couple times we went to Traily, the place wasn't. Uh, it needed a little bit of a
0: TLC. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Like deck boards and the roofing and stuff like that. And so it's like, oh, I kind of hope that it's all done right. before we get there. Like they also painted, mm-hmm. and they did it all from what I could see. So yeah, I was pretty happy about that.
0: Mine is very different from that. And I think it would be that um, people have a lot of opinions.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't listen to anybody.
0: I know. So I and,
1: listen to you. <sighs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that was something uh, that was sort of weird to me because I'm I, I, big shocker. I'm a pretty dominating f- force to be reckoned with. So to me, I always thought like, okay, if I'm telling you that this is the way that I want it to be, it's because I've thought about it and I've researched it and I've planned it. Like I don't make snap decisions about things ever. There's pro con lists. There's, hmm. you know, all the things There's that go into of, it, a bunch of lists, that you. Can lists make. of lists. Exactly. And so it was interesting that I found that there would be people who would question the way that I had chosen to do something. And I'm thinking I'm not the person you question. Like there are people who are maybe indecisive. I'm not, I am a decisive person. So I always found it interesting when people would have an opinion about something that was already like even done, decided, paid for. And it's like, it's not going to change. Mm-hmm. And yeah, people like with regards to weddings, just like people come out of the woodwork and have opinions and it's like, who are you? (laughs) So that was interesting. Something that I try to consider now when somebody is talking to me about their wedding is like, I try not to give unsolicited advice. Mm -hmm. If somebody directly asks me and says, would you recommend that we splurged on a videographer? Then yeah, I'll give my opinion. Or, you know, do you have a suggestion for how we could do this? Yes, absolutely. But for the most part, if somebody's getting married now, I try to, like, just listen to the way that they're doing it until they ask. Because I found... Well, it's not yours. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, I I mean, I never was one. Like, I wasn't a kid who grew up thinking about a fairy tale wedding and whatever. Like, marriage was just a construct for me. It wasn't... the romanticized aspects of it is not something that, you know, drove my desire to, to have a big wedding or anything like that. Um, you know, even the fact like we only had a big wedding because we had to invite all of the people in our life. Right. In terms of you know, the friends and the family. And it, it, we had a big wedding because we have a big group of people. Right. So
1: yeah, anybody who's at that wedding, would be invited to a backyard party at our house. True.
0: Yeah, for the most part.
1: And probably have at one point in their life.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So, let's talk about let's talk about how we went about deciding to do a stag and doe or a jack and jill or whatever you call them, a buck and doe or whatever these people call these, this event.
1: Gender neutral parties. <laughs>
0: um, why? Okay. Let's talk about why we decided to do that.
1: I don't even know why we had one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what I was getting at too, because for those people that know us very well, you'll know that we have a, a bit of a disdain for, events for the sake of like quote-unquote fundraising so you know how
1: many times are you going to party about getting married exactly isn't that what the wedding's for right
0: so for example we did not understand the concept of an engagement party because why would we celebrate a choice that as a couple we made with everybody that is also going to be at a wedding you know what i mean so there was that there was the fact of I didn't want a bridal shower for a myriad of reasons. One of which being, we had a house; we didn't need stuff, uh, so it, there wasn't going to be a registry. Uh, and also because I think, generally speaking, people just don't like showers; like they're awkward. Mm-hmm. They're it, it's a it's a waste of time. Nobody wants to sit around and watch you open gifts up. And I think if you do, we're probably not friends. <laughs> We're probably not people that should be friends. (laughs) And so, yes, it's a strong opinion, but I just think it's unnecessary. I think you like, you know, when you have an engagement party and then you have a shower and then you have another shower for the other side of the family and then you have another shower for your friends and then you have a lingerie party and then you have a stag and dough and then you have the rehearsal dinner and then you have the wedding. Like how many events do you fucking expect people to come to? Yeah. That's what I don't get. Why are you forcing people to invest like eight days into the fact that you're getting married? I don't get that.
1: I think that's the way it was. It's it changing, I think. Well, just I don't think people, this might be the wrong way of saying it, but I don't think people care as much. Sure, they care about each other. Sure, they care about the concept of being married mm-hmm. and marriage. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think they care to celebrate that. As much.
0: But is it a celebration or is it a money grab? And that was a huge reason. Well, some, yeah, some people it funds their wedding. And that was a huge reason why we didn't want to do all of these events. Because we didn't want it to be a money grab.
1: I think weddings, no matter which way you do it, or who you are, you can afford to get married.
0: Yes. It, yeah, but... It's, you need we, to have realistic yeah, expectations. Exactly. And that's what I think was always my problem is why are you going to subject the people in your life to all of these various events to fund your wedding? Like if you can't fund it, cut back on something. Yeah, exactly. Or you know what I mean? Yep. And that's what I struggled with is like essentially having all of these events <clears throat> to ask, <throat> essentially ask people for money to pay for a wedding that they also have to come to and bring a gift to. I don't get that. It, was, it didn't sit well with me. I hear you. So we opted for a stag and dough because to us it was the, the better alternative than having multiple showers, having um, you having a stag. And I just, it was just another party. Also,
1: whoever's listening, you could take this however you want. I don't think we know that many people. To have a separate uh, shower and stag. Mm-hmm. I just don't think for the sake of raising money, mm-hmm. we would have raised any money. Right. Because if you, I needed, I like say if I had it at a hall or mm-hmm. something like that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: why would I have to pay for the hall? Right. And then get everything going in terms of, you know, all the prizes, all that sort of stuff, Yeah, pay for all that. And then the same thing on your side.
0: Right. I know. I agree with that. I think, I mean, we're probably going to piss a lot of people off with this one. I don't care. I I don't think I care either. So I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I think so much of it is like a vanity situation. Like how do I show the people in this social circle that I have a certain status that I can have a hall and, Have, you know, 100, 200 people come to a shower or come to an event that nobody really wants to be at just to get some money out of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think you're right. I think we have our social circles are so intertwined that we don't do things separately anyways. Yeah. So to have two separate events leading up to a wedding seemed sort of stupid. And I think that sort of ties in nicely to how we went about doing our bachelor and bachelorette parties as well, in the sense of, you know, you're already asking somebody to invest their time and money into being part of your wedding. And in our case, being part of, you know, conducting the stag and dough or whatever, so for us, it was like, if we're going to ask these people to come to this party, knowing that we both wanted to go somewhere that wasn't close to home, mm-hmm. it was like, how can we set this up so that people aren't, you know, spending an arm and a leg to be a part of a wedding party? Mm-hmm. And so you obviously paid for a very large portion of the Airbnb in Nashville. hmm because it was important to you that it was affordable for people to come and that the people that mattered could be there. Yeah. And that was the same thing for me, right? Like I ended up having just my wedding party, just the bridesmaids fly with me to New York because again, it was important that people weren't paying a a shit ton of money to come and do this, this thing that we had drunked up. Yeah. It it was, yeah, that was sort of the choice that we made on that. Why or how, tell us about how you decided to go to Nashville for your bachelor party. I don't
1: know. It's just talked about it for, not even about Nashville being the destination for my bachelor party was just talked about Nashville, heard about it, Mm -hmm. et cetera. So I said, well, why the hell not? There's a lot of bars down there. If we don't get into one, we'll get into another. Hey, Jordan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, how many of there were you? How many? That didn't make sense. How many of you were there? I'm missing somebody.
1: There's John, Jacob,
0: Jingleheimer, Schmidt.
1: (laughs) John, Jacob, Josh, Jordan, Jason, Kevin, Craig, Mike myself
0: did you say george yes oh, okay do it again
1: john jacob
0: jingo hi richard
1: <laughs> george. josh
0: are you counting Jordan. yourself
1: john kevin now you've got me all messed up again there was like 10 of us you forgot somebody somebody i don't know who it is i'd have to write it down in order to remember them all it's like 10 or 11 of us something like that
0: so how did that go did you get up to a lot of shenanigans? We haven't really talked about this very much. I think maybe because you don't remember. There's many nights I don't remember. <laughs> many nights really there for like a long weekend.
1: There were many nights. Mm. Many nights. <laughs> no, like I picked an Airbnb where we would keep busy mm-hmm. around the Airbnb and not having to spend any money. Right. You know, we got our groceries, we got our our booze, and we got everything that we needed. We stayed half an hour out of Nashville.
0: Like downtown.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I forget what the town was called that we stayed in, but either way. So we, we kept busy there, and then we would just go down after dinner. Like, we would all eat breakfast. If you were hungry, eat something for lunch, eat dinner, head out go out for a couple hours nashville is psychotic (laughs) on thursday night wasn't too bad it wasn't too busy friday night crazy saturday night crazy but there was a hockey game there was some motocross something at um titan stadium and there was something else going on Probably like concerts or something, obviously, Mm -hmm. and like the Opry or something like that. Right. And then also Nashville being itself. Right. Friday and Saturday, you would like a pack of sardines.
0: Hmm.
1: It was crazy. I didn't really enjoy that part of it.
0: Yeah. Well, you're not really like a club bar packed person. No, but
1: it wasn't so bad in Nashville because you could choose what you wanted to have. Like if you wanted to go to a club, you could go into a club.
0: Okay. Well, that was Nashville then.
1: Pretty much, that was Nashville. Um, Aldine's was good. Everything is a restaurant until a certain time, then tables go away and it bar club mm. whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Mm-hmm. There was another one that we went into. Kid Rock's mm. had the best music, I thought. Really? Yeah, because they played like, like you know how Kid Rock was like trying to be country, trying mm. to be rock, trying to be rap, yeah. but like that's what less the rap but they played
0: a mixture
1: same guy played thursday friday and saturday night there
0: wow he's got yeah. a residency all right well there you have it
1: mm-hmm. okay
0: let's talk about the day of let's flip back to actually the day of the wedding so our wedding actually took place in the evening it started at six thirty. the ceremony the ceremony right yeah. So there was quite a bit of time leading up to the actual main event. And I guess it was sort of like a leisurely morning in that sense. Although it was leisurely in the sense that we weren't like rushing around. But it, I think it was still stressful because of like the level of anticipation. I ate so many rollades; I had literally the worst heartburn. And eventually our hair and makeup people came. They came at like 6.30 in the morning, probably, roughly. And they had a lot of people to do hair and makeup for. Why are you laughing? I was
1: Well, no, I was not still sleeping, but I was eating breakfast. At that time? Probably close, to Yeah. It was a very, how do I put it? I didn't sleep much. We were up late night before wasted the first time i opened my eyes in the morning I could not fall back to sleep
0: that was like me too i think i was up at like almost 4 30 430, 4 35 o'clock like christmas for you i had incredible heartburn it was so bad i couldn't sleep i i don't know i guess i just was anxious about like you know making sure everything went off without a hitch which for the most part it did the rain was stressful. The fact that we didn't know if it was going to clear up or not, or what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. We had to opt that week to erect a tent, mm-hmm. which that was an expense that we didn't anticipate off the hop. Yeah, But yeah, it ended up actually clearing up right like five, 10, five, five 10 minutes right before our, uh, our ceremony started. No. Yeah.
1: No, we all walked. It was like, we were standing at the altar when the sun came out.
0: We, I didn't walk in in the rain.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it stopped raining while everybody was showing up.
0: Right. Yeah. And then we did the damn thing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Either way, your hair and makeup people showed up. Oh, I was just talking about how that happened. And then we ordered some pizza because obviously it's me and I wouldn't have a a milestone occasion without ordering a pizza.
1: Pizza is good for every
0: meal. (laughs) All occasions and every meal all Mm -hmm. the time. And then, yeah, we basically waited until, well, what time did we get to the venue? Do you remember?
1: It's probably somewhere around 2 o'clock.
0: Yeah, 2 or 3, I think.
1: 2 rings a bell in my mind.
0: I think you guys left the hotel at 2. We left the, ho- the, ven- the hotel at 3. And we had basically from 3 to 5, 3.30 to 5, or like roughly 5.30, I guess, to take pictures. Because we took pictures beforehand. So that was whole. So the whole part of us doing a late ceremony, not having a sit down dinner, having more of like a stand up cocktail dance party was that we had to do the photos beforehand because essentially we wanted to get the photos out of the way, do the ceremony, have a cocktail hour while everybody got situated. We took a few photos after that, but then we basically went right into speeches and then the DJ pumped the jams and Mm-hmm. We partied.
1: Then your uncle got up there sang himself a song.
0: Yes. That's (laughs) true. (laughs) Yeah.
1: There you have it.
0: I had probably three drinks. I was
1: just about to ask you if you got drunk.
0: I didn't get yeah, I did not come even close to being drunk, and you know why? Because I was sweating so (laughs) profusely.
1: Yeah, your your wedding dress went from white to like uh was yeah my like spray a, tan is, is on the inside
0: of it yeah i was thirsty i was so thirsty all i was doing was drinking water which was such a bummer
1: you know what kind of sucked during the speeches i didn't have a drink in my hand so everyone's like oh cheers and i'm like yeah no because all you assholes out there <laughs> were staring up there at us and, and not a single one of you realized that we didn't have a drink in our hands i know actually i think someone got you a drink but me
0: no. I know, and also that yeah. was weird because I I I see it. It's in the video, and I asked for a rum and Coke, and I don't know why I did that because we had whiskey. So that was kind of weird. But it came, and then somebody brought you something, but it you was know, water.
1: I just needed something at that point because I know my mouth was dry.
0: You know, okay, so this is my, like, my honorable mention favorite part although i'm not sure if i actually mentioned my first favorite part but anyways this is my honorable mention favorite part i had requested that one of the very last songs to be played at the wedding Hmm. would be are the good times really over by the one and only merle haggard so of course the dj obliged sugar shane dj sugar shane the one the only which, who, by the way, is one of my favorite karaoke DJs. That's where he came from. So <laughs> if you recognized him and you've been to the pub night karaoke with me, and that's why. Uh, the song came on right as we were all getting ready to sort of wrap up and leave to go back to the hotel. And we all, like, linked arms with, like, our, our hands across each other's shoulders and just, like, rocked back and forth, like, singing along to this song. Which, if you know the song, you know. And that was, like, definitely one of my favorite moments. Because then we started, like, swirling in. Somebody somehow it started taking steps in so it became like this snake going into this swirling thing and then it was just like a big group of us like rocking back and forth in this song at the end of the night and by that time most of the guests had left there was only a handful of people that were still there enough to fill one uh, coach bus and that was sort of the end of it the rest as they say is history until we had to go back the next morning and clean it all up
1: Which actually was not as bad as I thought it was going to be.
0: No, it wasn't.
1: No, because I think Chris took a lot of it down.
0: Yeah, I
1: agree. And like
0: they do, but that's actually one of the things they did take it down because they didn't want you like scuffing up their paint or whatever. So they took it all down. You just had to clean it all up and get out of there
1: by like noon, which was the worst. (laughs) Yeah, that
0: really did (laughs) suck. We got A and W for breakfast before we went. Remember, they
1: gave us all weekend, Thursday onward, to prepare. To prepare,
0: yeah. Which I feel like we needed a day on the end. We needed extra days to prepare (laughs) in the beginning to set everything up.
1: Thursday to Monday.
0: Yeah. Although I don't know if I would've wanted to go back on a Monday to like set it all up. All right, well, that comes to the end of my questioning. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? Anything that you've taken away over this last year of uh, contractual obligation?
1: I think we did it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would change anything. I think everything went swell.
0: <laughs> Just
1: swell. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, I guess that's the end of this particular segment. So thank you for participating again. Well, thank you for having me. You are, in fact, everyone's favorite guest. You get well, the most listens.
1: Here for a third time. And probably not the last time.
0: (laughs) So with that being said.
1: I have one more thing. Okay. I just hope that the next time I'm on here, I'm not the only one on here with you. Because I hope that soon everything gets flipped upside right.
0: That's a beautiful sentiment.
1: Yeah. Hopefully.
0: All right. I like your optimism. All right. Let me get back to the outro again. So with that wraps up our episode for this week. Thank you for tuning in. It really means a lot that you've taken the time to join us on this recap in honor of our one year anniversary. I will remind you to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And be sure to share it if you liked it with somebody who might find this sort of banter relatively entertaining. So, without further ado, I will talk to you next time. Bye bye.